Jim Britt and Jim Lutz had a vision, and the Change Book series was developed. Welcome to the Change Book Radio Show with your hosts and personal coaches that'll show you how to bankroll your mind. Lawrence Pipkin and Rich Perry. Join Lawrence and Rich weekly as they interview the top co-authors from all over the globe who share their insights into self-empowerment with life-enhancing realizations that will touch every area of your life. We're live every Wednesday on Blog Talk Radio at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Rich Perry here, and thank you once again for tuning in to the Change Book Radio Show. Now, normally, I have my good friend and co-host, Lawrence Pipkin, with me. However, he's still in Peru, or maybe he's actually flying back today, so um, he'll be with us next week. But today, we've got a great show lined up for you, and it's something that I'm pretty interested in, and we're going to introduce today's guest in just a moment. But first, let me introduce you with a little bio. Today, we'll be speaking to Catherine Wilkin, and she's in book nine of the Change Book series. Her chapter is The Fantastic Five, Find the Answers, Get the Advantage. A little bit about her. She's an author, home stager, and feng shui consultant. With over 20 years of experience in decorating and home improvements, she added feng shui to her skills. Feng shui is the art of balance. Catherine works with homeowners and small businesses to find balance and harmony in each situation. She's available for both site consultations and innovative talks about feng shui and how it can work for you. And she delivers practical solutions for life. And we're happy and honored to have Catherine on the Change Book Radio Show today. Catherine, are you there? Hi. Good morning, Rich. Thanks so much for inviting me today. No problem. And you say good morning. Uh, I know that you're you're on the West Coast, right? (laughs) Because it's the afternoon here. It's morning all the time out here. Too funny. Thanks for the introduction, Rich. Uh, I do a lot of different things in the day, and I've been called an extrapreneur (laughs) because I go the extra mile. So that's kind of funny. I'll uh, the author, the home stager, and uh, teacher, and feng shui consultant all rolled up into one. Right on. Well, Catherine, why don't you tell us? Now, I you know I read that very brief bio, go ahead and tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and how, well, go ahead and tell us about yourself. And also let's dive into your chapter as well. The fantastic mm-hmm. five, find the answers, mm-hmm. get the advantage. So go ahead, Catherine, tell us all about it. Super. Super. Well, it started out, um, just learning more about people, first of all. And one of the things that I did when I got out of high school was I I joined the dance business. And you think that's an odd move, but it wasn't. It was actually very challenging. I worked with the Fred Astaire Dance Studio for five years. I taught disco dancing and chachas and waltzes, and I actually had 10 dances that I had to teach. 
And I found that working with people this closely, people, everybody has a problem. And they find different ways to sort things out. And I also found that there wasn't a cookie-cutter um, script or a cookie-cutter program that could teach everybody to te- dance like the cha-cha all at the same time because everyone had different learning skills and different abilities. So none of the scripts seemed to work. I kept changing and improvising some of the scripts in order to teach my um students and got very successful and I ended up being a regional dance director for a while and you know recessions hit life changes and this is what this is all about changes and I'm going to bring this back up again later in our talk and I got into the decorating business so here I'm in the decorating business selling paint and wallpaper and again every single customer had a different problem a different need and a different way to solve those problems for them. So I went through a few years, uh, you know, retail, taking some courses, doing some consultations, and back again, bouncing around a little bit, trying to find what I was supposed to do on this planet. And that was, I was about 25 years ago, I was 34 years old, and this um, ad came out in the paper that said, we're trying to find uh the Joe Canadian, who's the average Canadian out there. And interesting enough, the results came back that there is no Joe Canadian. It's a Jane, Jane Canadian. The average, there's more women than men. The average person on Canada was a woman, 34 years old, making the same amount of money I was making with their 1.2 child. And uh, it was just an eye-opener that I was an average I was a single mom with one kid. I had no support from my um, husband, and I was trying to make ends meet on probably, I don't know, $21,000, $24,000 a year. And I thought, honest to God, is this normal? This is normal living, <laughs> right? If I'm halfway to great, then I can I can get moving from here. And I started looking at uh, feng shui back in 1998, in 1998, I remarried, and now I had an extra person to feed in the house and then a little boy. And the interesting thing was uh, the uh, my husband was widowed, so his wife died early and of uh, breast cancer, very sad, and he had this little boy, a little six-year-old boy that, of course, needed a mom and needed all this uh, extra care. Uh, love and t- teaching him how to to grow up and and get into the world and what happened was half of the old the other wife's stuff came to our house too so it's a different story than divorce right this is um living being who was well loved by people and her stuff all ended up in my house as well too she was a concert pianist, so her piano was there, uh, lots of travel, uh, memorabilia, things that they've, they picked up in their life of marriage, happy things, and pictures, and even some of her clothes, her bike. And I had no idea that these things were not dealt with. So here I am, uh, a decorator, and I'm trying to put the house together, and I couldn't put the house together. That was the first time I called a feng shui consultant to come to my house, and it was just brilliant. She shared with me how the energy was working through the house, and yes, 
there's good vibes from her things, but there's a place for them as well too. So what happened was a lot of her uh, items went into the personal areas, like little boy's bedroom had pictures of his mother and some of memorabilia and my husband's office. And But the common area, the common area that we were supposed to have to grow our next chapter together was put together for us and the things that we picked out and the pictures that we picked out and the rugs and everything else. And I thought this was just brilliant and I took it upon myself to do some more learning and teaching about feng shui. Now, one of the things in my chapter, because it's called the Fantastic Five, I just got goosebumps. I got my aha moment from this uh, five elements theory in feng shui. And how this works is you've got properties of the earth. So you've got properties of the earth, and I'll name them out for you. Wood, which is talking about trees and life and growth on the planet. Fire, of course, we all know what fire energy is. It could be lights or it could be actually fire. An earth property, so we need soil and grounding where things can grow. Uh, Metals, so metals are, are formed from earth and very important in our society, our modern society. And, of course, water. Water is life support for everything else. So these are the five elements. And I don't have a chart for you, but you can certainly get these things off my uh, website as well. But these elements have been working harmoniously in you know, for eons as the planet here, right? They all help and support each other. In their, in their world, and you can assign different personalities to these elements. So, Rich, if you recall, may back in the 70s, uh, they came up with A-type personality and B-type personality. The A's were all the extroverts and the salespeople, and the B's were all the introverts that did all the bookwork and, and such. And once you got labeled into one of those positions, it was really hard to get out of that position or slotted in a job or uh, your reputation. It's basically the labeling that was the problem with those A's and B's. And that sort of morphed in, or into the 80s into some color coding things. So you had a little uh, disc on your desk that said, you know, I'm a blue person, so be kind to me kind of thing. And I'm an orange person, and so... Uh, I'll take action. Whatever that is, again, you're being labeled. But the personalities that uh, are in creating with the Earth's properties have an evolution to them, and that's what makes this so cool, right? So if you're a wood person, you're a little more gregarious. Think of the trees out there. You're bringing life to people. People hang around you. You've got great ideas. You've got great growth potential in that group i'm a wood person by the way Uh, the fire people are also extroverts and they like to be in the limelight they like to be the spokesperson and they're good in pr or actors or politics these these people that uh, need to shine all the time and the earth people that makes sense they're earth mamas they're a little bit more nurturing and kind and compassionate. Then you have the metal people. So think of metal. It's cold and hard sometimes. So metal people are a little bit sharper 
to deal with. They're not so, quite so flexible. They have their, their uh, black and white thinking, and that's what they do. And then we have the wood, uh, sorry, the water people. And the water people are a little calmer. They're very pontific, and they do a lot more delegating from that position than they do uh, in the action. So when you put these personalities together, they all work. So let's say uh, I'm in a company, a big company. So you would hire people, wood people, to do your sales for you, right? You'll hire your fire people to do the PR for your company. You'll hire um, earth people to do your HR, right, to do all the hiring. They're the ones that do all the social committee and such, right? Then you hire metal people to do your uh, IT, your computer stuff, the accounting, uh, payrolls, and that kind of thing. And the water people, a lot of the water people are actually people who have been uh, wise beyond their years, come through the company, and they're in a position of power to make decisions. So they do a lot of thinking. Judges, bank managers, um, these kind of people elevated in a professor-type job, leadership job. So think about this. So you've got all these personalities, and you can hire them to go where their skills and gifts are. But if you're an entrepreneur, you have to excel in all those five areas. Okay? So you not only have to be a wood person. You've got to come up with the ideas. You've got to come up with the people. You've got to come up with the contacts. You've got to, you've got to do this. You have to also move into that fire position, because you have to stand up for yourself. You have to be a leader. You have to be progressive in your business. And moving along to the earth people, the earth qualities. As an entrepreneur, you need compassion. You need to learn how to talk to people. You need to know how to coerce them into uh, saying to you, yes, I need to feel better or I need this service, and then show them how to get it. You also need to be your own banker and do your own computer stuff and IT stuff, right? You need to do keep track of the finances coming in and out. And finally, you have to rest and you have to be pontific and reflect on what you're doing in your business. So as an entrepreneur, we are planning to be the most – resourceful people out there and the most in demand because we're becoming more balanced than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? Now, now let me ask you this, Catherine. You don't get labeled. So you don't get labeled. You've actually got talents now in all these areas. So that's so what, what I mean by the fantastic five. Once your, your quest is to become a better person, you just work your way around this cycle. You have a question? Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, when you're working with a business, okay, not uh, an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, mm-hmm. but someone who's got, you know, even just a few staff members, a few employees, are you the one that you're helping them to hire 
in this way and, and showing them which person goes where, or are you just telling them, like, are you teaching them the skills and then they look for those qualities in those people when they hire? Depends on the contract um, that you're okay. working on. In fact, uh, I, I do have a contract that comes up six weeks in the spring and six weeks in the fall. It's been a few years. It's um, with Joseph Seibel Shoes. They have booths out there. Then they've asked me to look after the staffing and running of the booths in my particular area here. And so when I went out to, uh, to, to talk to them, their booth was already designed. I'm going to use the word that designed. It was what they were allowed to use in this facility. And the signage had to match everybody else's signage. And, you know, you get these restrictions on this for feng shui. Feng shui people don't like restrictions. <laughs> so all I could do with the booth is put out like a welcome mat and a couple of chairs for them to try on these shoes. I've never sold shoes before, but you know what? Let's give this a shot. So I had to hire a team. And so since I needed salespeople to do this job would be logical and, and it's only for six weeks it would be logical to get salespeople, but i know that the salespeople needed to talk to different types of people so i hired um well i'm the wood person and i'm the one in charge right at this point so i hired a fire person and an earth person and a metal person and Interesting enough, uh, and I hired people that were either just I pulled them out of retirement or they were entrepreneurs themselves and had time to put six weeks into this uh, uh, group. And one was a student. And what happened was the um, estimated sales that the company told us they expected us to do, we actually doubled that in our first show. Can you imagine that? Everybody wow. gets and everybody, everybody's happy, right? We moved to the second show. So now I've got uh, trouble <laughs> because if we're selling more than 100 pairs of shoes a day, that means that I have to replenish more than 100 pairs of shoes a day to keep the booth filled. It's only a tiny little booth. And so now we're running into problems of logistics is what do we do with all the boxes? How do we put them out? Okay, you see what happens? You start to succeed and you make yourself some more problems. But we managed to work that out. And uh, we've done these shows several times now. And there's actually the fall season is starting actually quite soon. But last spring, the record that we did for a two-week booth in this venue, in one of the shows, with 1,147 pairs of shoes in two weeks. It was a record. Wow. And, man, that was hard. And do you know what? I got a letter, a personal letter, typed and sent to my house from the owner of this company, not the guy that hired me to do this, but the higher-up, higher guy, right? sent to my house with a big bonus check thanking me for taking the time and attention to to represent his product the way that I did. Mm-hmm. And that was amazing to see. Now we're taking so this does work. So the other way that this works, for example, is um I, I also teach in one of my workshops is extra I call it extraordinary talents. And what we do is we figure out, let's say, um 
uh, the industry. Let's go industry. The uh, insurance companies are very metal. Okay, they have uh, black and white thinking. There's no gray file in this particular group. It's kind of a dry subject. It's very it's a paper and uh, text orientated. And if I'm talking to someone in the insurance company, I need them to know that I have their best interest at hand, and I use terms that they agree with, such as numbers, risk, uh, what's the outcome. That's what they want to know. Okay, so when I'm talking to them. If I'm talking to um, earth people, their focus is do you recycle, right? Is this planet friendly, right? What ha- they're looking at more warm things. What's the outcome? What's with my people? How am I going to feel when this is finished, right? So sure, if I'm talking to fire people, then I know that they want to hear things like they want compliments, of course, because that's what that's what um, fire people are like. But they want to know when the, when the party starts, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and they want to hear other things. Uh, would people want a little more detail, but they also want to know how can I help? When can I start? And the wood, the water people are a little more cynical. They're harder to sell to because they've already figured out how the world works and they've got their own way of things. They don't deal well with change very much. So you throw a new concept on them, they're not as easily acceptable to uh, to buy into it right away. So this um, fascinating, fantastic five elements has just change the way that I deal with people and talk with people. And mm-hmm. most of the people that are in the change group series, I don't know them all, but I've spoken to very many of them. Many of them do have that entrepreneurial spirit or they wouldn't have joined the change spirit to join this vision to make the world a better place, right? And Sure. But they also have a lot of metal qualities in them because it takes discipline to put your articulate your thoughts into a book and actually get it published and many of us have books as well as belong to the change book series and so this is just uh, amazing that this has happened now everything isn't just all bells and roses Uh, when you get this theory, but you've got to do a lot of detective work and see what happens. But one of the things that's coming up very soon, I have an online course that's coming up, Finding the Wealth with Feng Shui. It's due to release. We have a date now, December 1st. I'm very excited about that. And one of the components in that is is sales. How do you talk to people who are metal? How do you talk to people that are earth? And how do you discover how to talk to them to find out if they are earth or metal in the first place. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there's questions you can ask them that give you um, a good idea of where your starting point is. That's awesome. And before we were talking, you know, before we went on the air, you had mentioned mm-hmm. that you're involved in a group within the change, right? It's uh, the change for our listeners out there that maybe this is their first time listening, the change community is a global community with over well over 200 plus co-authors. Right. But um, a lot of the co-authors are, 
you know, working together in, in one regard, whether they're writing new books together or designing programs together, uh, doing seminars together. So, and you said that you're involved in, you know, a smaller group where you guys are, you're doing something. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is pretty exciting. So, uh, when uh, so it's interesting. There's a couple of people um, that have joined together from both Book Nine and Book Ten, and it's just from uh, connecting through the Facebook chat group and the blogs and liking each other's pages and skyping, finding out more. And we found um, a group of us: uh, myself, uh, Sherry Brantley, uh, Patricia Runblade, W. T. Hamilton, Michelle Getsky and Sally K. Miller, and we've all got a variety of talents, and we decided we're going to put those together. We've, come, we've got organized. We're liking and um, tagging everybody to just support everybody as best as we can, and we've come up with a name called Conscious Change Co-Authors, Six Compelling Authors. And what we've got here is we've just opened up a Facebook page for this, and we're getting ready to do a summit, and we're very, very excited to do this summit. It's going to be starting in about one day in October. I haven't got the exact date that's happening to feature each one of us and mm -hmm. work towards uh, building more clients and building more exposure. And so this has taken uh, a good part of the year to just find people that you want to work with and try and get organized. Mm -hmm. So we're very now, happy this, about This yeah. is going to be an online summit, right? It's going to be an online summit. I think what okay. number of the co-workers or the co-authors are, are thinking more of, you know, getting the leadership training, standing up and doing talks, which I do also, but to put together a big talk summit um, – seems rather overwhelming for me at this point, you know, because you ha it's just costs so much to get a facility together and get the sponsorship and all the rest of it. And I think this is a better start for us to have less risk as financially to get started um, working together like that. So there's um, some other things um, coming up here. I wanted to talk about um, – affirmations as well too i'm working with a gal that's helping to get the chatter out of my head and um i've got some little tags hanging around my office here i'm already a winner i'm already a millionaire i'm all ready to move forward i'm healthy I'm, you know it goes on and on and my mission statement to make a positive difference in the world and you wonder when you post those things. This is something they do in feng shui as well, too. It's called a vision board. So something you can see visually to reinforce what's going on, keep your mind focused, keep things moving. And what's really interesting is I'm on my way, this was in the spring, um, to one of these shows, and I'm stuck in traffic, just the way Vancouver is. It's a big parking lot. And... Um, uh, I'm looking and I'm going, why am I doing this? I'm getting off track from my business, right? So I have to decide how long I'm going to continue with this side gig. It's very lucrative. They love me. Hard to, hard to say no. Just keep people rotating in the right type of people that you need. 
but I'm in there just one side of having a meltdown in the traffic. I just can't handle the fumes anymore. I've had some issues with uh, toxic substance, um, and the fumes that just send me into a zone some days. But here I am trying to shake myself out of this funk that I've got that I'm not going to get where I'm going at anywhere near at the time that I wanted to. But I'm stuck in traffic, and I'm mulling over my head some of these affirmations. And one of the things that's happened in Vancouver is the housing properties have, like, skyrocketed, let's face it. And, but it's not just that. We're paying, my husband and I work to, working uh, together to put, pay down the house and, you know, be good stewards to our money at the same time. And here we are. Uh, I'm in my head going, okay, we should sell this house and get out of here. And what else have we got? And what's in the, you know, I've got my mental thing. And what's in the retirement fund? And what's in here? Can we get out of this city? And where would we go? And I'm in this funk. And I thought, oh, my God, I'm already a millionaire. And that was a, a realization. It came out of nowhere. So if you bought this expensive house and you're chunking it down, chunking it down, and all of a sudden the house doubles, you're already a millionaire. Everyone in Vancouver can claim that, whether they can liquidate to a millionaire or not. But you know what happens when you think all of a sudden you've got your goal? You have The stereotype from before, okay, if I'm a millionaire, I'm going to you know, buy a new car and take trips and you know, just have a great time. But you know what the reality is? You know, if you've got enough, you've got that money, you know what the reality is? What's that? You still have to be, you're still stuck in traffic, right? Uh-huh. You're still driving your own car. You're still going to be a product to society. You know, you're still going to be helping the people that you want to help to be fulfilled. You're still going to order takeout on Friday night. You, you know, life isn't going to change that much. But you know what really did change? That um, it's affirmation that says, I'm doing something right. I'm on track. It's okay. You know, I don't need to worry anymore. At least I'm not worried anymore. I am on right track. So that was a huge realization to me that being proactive, I'm doing something right. But I've had this tag hanging up in my office for a couple of years now. It says, I'm already a millionaire. And I didn't even, it didn't even resonate until I, I'm in this, you know, I got to get out of here kind of um, mentality. So that's really quite funny that these things do work, right? They just mm-hmm. sneak up on you sometimes. Sure, so I absolutely. wanted to just share that uh, with you that not to give up, but I also wanted to uh, also let you know, right now I've got a clutter personality quiz out there. It's free. You can type on that if you want. Um, my website, katherinewilking.com. And if you want to go to the clutter test slash clutter dash quiz. So clutter quiz. And that will also lead out to my one room rescue. That's something new for this fall from August to December talks about cleaning up your office it's leaning to home-based businesses so we'll find out your clutter habits so we can put a stop to that we'll get you better organized 
put your desk in the correct position so that you're in command of your day. That's another theory that we haven't talked about. And also some of the affirmations and images that you need to support yourself as a wood person or an earth person or a metal person, whatever that may be, and set you right up for success. So that's something brand new. You can either go straight to my one-room rescue or you can take the clutter quiz to find out a little bit more about your habits and then uh, look at the one-room rescue here. And that's all done through Skype, and that's really good for me because I don't have to be on the road trying to get to a site visit. So this is a Uh one-room rescue that's out this fall. Uh, And December 1st, as I said, the online course should be launching, Finding Wealth with Feng Shui. And um, and, uh, so I'm... We've gotten into the half-hour mark that you wanted for us today here. Um, Do you have any other questions there before I I give you my last words then? Sure. And anyone who wants that quiz or to find out more about your work is readily available right there on your website, right? CatherineWilking.com. Yeah, I made it easy. Keep it so you don't have to remember two things. Just remember my name, CatherineWilking.com. If you there's free downloads there talking about uh, your priorities in life, it's called Bucket or Chuck It right up there, and you'll get some other um, practical solutions uh, from my blogs. And um, I also have a newsletter that comes out once a once a month, and that is actually coming out this afternoon. And I want to make sure you all know that I do not abuse emails. That would be bad feng shui. You will only hear from me once a month unless you buy into or opt into another program. So once a month oh, is all I will hear uh, do that, uh, contact you. I know, I know I signed on, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners have too in the past. You sign on you know, for someone's emailing list and every day you're getting a hundred emails. Oh, I, so. hate, <laughs> I hate that. Or even eight, even eight is enough because, you know, they think you're right, but they also don't think that you have a life and you're doing other things too. But I think that is really mistrust. And I have had to, you know, just say, take me off your list or go into even a, a chat group. Sometimes it's like, whoa, guys, I can't, I can't handle this. Right. So mm-hmm. this is something that I, I proudly tell people, yes, you can trust me. You give, if you do opt in to get the, some of the free gifts and take the quiz, the, then that means that you will not be hearing from me again unless you opt in with another offer that will come through on the next email that comes through right. once a month. And so you can certainly trust that I will not abuse those types of things. Certainly. Well, that's good to hear. Um, Catherine, do you have any, you, do you have a, like an ending quote, word of wisdom, I golden do. nugget? You do. Okay, go ahead. Oh, we haven't talked about Jim and Jim. They've been awesome. Uh, Jim Britt is more like a grandfatherly type, a warm earth person, and uh, always makes people feel like they're the only person in the room when he's talking, and I just think that's wonderful. 
And uh, Jim Britt, he doesn't have an off switch. I think he's uh, in between a fire person and a metal person. I think he's got the energy enthusiasm that he needs for the fire, and he's uh, very detail-oriented and very uh, specific when he talks. So that would bring make him a combination. So that's mm-hmm. kind of an interesting observation. But I also wanted to say how wonderful the Change Series has been, just opening eyes, talking to people in different countries, and what they're doing, what works, what doesn't. So I'm just uh, thrilled uh, to be part of this and the the Little Change group that we're doing, Conscious Change co-authors. So you'll be hearing from us very, very soon. But for the last message, I wanted to uh, just try and give you something to think about. Um, Things change, and they will continue to change. Just as the seasons are changing, the years are changing, we're, we're getting older, and the chapters continue to open up. But if you don't change with the times, you'll be left behind. And so that's something I want you to think about here, is not to resist the change that's going on in your life, but embrace it because it is progressive. Awesome. Thank you so much, Catherine. Thank you for being on the show today. Thanks for taking some morning time out of your schedule. Uh, We do appreciate it. And I hope you'll let us know about the things that you've got coming in the very near future and let us know about your online summit. And we'd be happy to promote it right here on the change book radio show. So I'm delighted. Thanks so much, Rich. (laughs) Have a great day and make it a feng shui day. Awesome. Thank you, Catherine. Bye-bye. Super. Bye. All right, everybody. We're going to take a quick 20-second break, and we'll be back with the show wrap-up. Hi, I'm Peggy Sealfan, personal development coach and co-author in The Change. If you are interested in truly connecting to your authentic success, You'll want to read my chapter in Book 9. I offer specific steps to uncover your greatness and have the life you deserve. I help clients supercharge their lives. Keep listening to tips from all the co-authors and especially from co-hosts Rich Perry and Lorenz Pipkin. All right, everybody, we're back, and we were just speaking with Catherine Wilking and she was talking about the fan her chapter the fantastic 5 find the answers get the advantage you can find her chapter along with many more in book 9 of the change book series if you're interested to find out find out more about the change book series you can go to the website which is thechangebookseries.com and you can find find out more about Jim Britt and Jim Lutz are co-founders of the of the project as well as all the co-authors from all the different books around the world like i said before we've got over 200 co-authors from 20 plus countries around the globe so there's tons and tons of leaders and speakers and entrepreneurs and trainers coaches you know people that have this wealth of knowledge that want to share it, share their skills, their strategies, their insights with you, the reader. And you can find all that at the changebookseries.com. And also if you're on Facebook and I'm sure you are, 
you can go and join our public free group. It is the change book. It's a free public group. Just go up to your search, uh, search bar up on in the Facebook and uh, just type it in the change book. It'll bring you right there. Like I said, it's a free public group. Just hit join. You'll be accepted and you'll have a opportunity to connect with Jim Britt, Jim Lutz, myself, Lawrence, all the co-authors from the entire series. And speaking of Lawrence, hopefully he's uh, having some safe travels back to the good old USA while he was visiting Peru on his uh, wedding anniversary with the missus. And we'll be speaking with him soon and certainly have him back on the radio waves next week. So I want to thank you for listening to the change book radio show. As a final reminder, go ahead and go to iTunes. There's a area there that you can download any past episodes, your favorite episodes, go ahead and download, download those absolutely free and go ahead and give us a star rating that you feel we deserve. And even if you want to leave a written review telling us, how we're doing. Just let us know. Let us know your thoughts. What can we do to serve you better? Who do you want to hear from? Who in the change book do you want to hear from? And if you want to connect with Lawrence or myself, go ahead and go to our website, vortexmastermind.com and go to the free training tab at the top and you'll be able to download a few free training episodes that we did a couple weeks ago and go ahead and download those, use them for yourself, use them for your, for your sales team or your leadership team. Great resources for you. That's all for now. My name is Rich Perry on behalf of, well, Lawrence, the traveling man <laughs> and everyone else here at the change book uh, series. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week and be excellent.